Welcome to your success tonic. If you're ready to explore what it would mean to step into your boldest, most exciting vision of success, then you're in the right place. Welcome. I am so excited you're here and I'm so excited to put this episode together for you. Today, I want to talk about a word that we all use that actually means something pretty different to each of us and how we define it actually changes over time. What am I talking about? Success. So in this episode, I'm going to explore this idea of success and I'm also going to encourage you to question how you define it for yourself. So let's dive in. What is success, right? That is this question that I ask a lot. I even started a whole podcast around it because I'm so interested in it. I'll be exploring the stories that we tell ourselves about success and the types of breakthroughs that allow us to create an identity around our most exciting vision of success. So for me personally, that vision has changed tremendously over time. And even the type of success that I thought was possible for myself has changed so much over time. It's almost unrecognizable. What does success mean? You know, it's really important for each of us to define that for ourselves. Because by doing that, what's possible for each of us starts to change. What I found the first time my coach asked me, what do you really want to create in your life? You know, that question actually stumped me. <laughs> um, and beyond a few small things, I didn't really have a big vision for what I wanted. And I think I didn't really know what I wanted because I just hadn't ever asked myself that question. And as I did start to think about it and define it, what I wanted was not really that spectacular. But starting to get specific was really important because it was my first step to being able to do more and be more of the person that I actually want to be. It was my first step toward really deciding my purpose and be able to say, you know, this is what I want. This is why it matters. And this is what success looks like for me at this stage in my life. And for so long, I lived without that. And looking back, I know now that this is why there have been times along my journey where I've really gone after things. I've poured myself into them. And then I've realized, I don't even know why I'm doing this. I'm living out a story that isn't even mine. I tell you what, those are really rock bottom moments. They're not good to have. <laughs> so, um, you know, I think this is why this idea of success has really captured my passion, right? It's uh, the idea that we can live out uh, a vision of success that we just absorb and pursue, but fundamentally doesn't really feel right to us. It just feels really sad. Many times we start to believe that success is about maybe the house that we live in or the amount of money we make or the qualifications we've received or the number of friends we have. These are measures of success that we may have absorbed. And for some people, that really is their measure of success, but it's not for everyone. 
So it's a really good idea to check in and make sure that the measures that you're using apply really to you. And so it's really important to identify where your story of success is coming from. Is it really your vision or is it one that was handed to you? Maybe by your family, maybe by your peer group, maybe even your partner. So many times we're living with definitions of success that feel out of reach. And that can be because we set these very big goals and we make them about specific outcomes. So for example, you might have a goal of reaching a certain level of income um, and you tell yourself that when you reach that, then you'll be successful and you'll feel successful. Or you might have a goal to lose a certain amount of weight and then you tell yourself that's when you'll feel successful. Or it might be, you know, writing the book that you've promised yourself that you're going to write. It's honestly hard work defining it for yourself, especially if you've been disconnected from your desires for a long time. But when you start to tap into what your true, genuine desires are, you can start to answer the question, what would I be delighted to create? What would I be delighted to experience? Who would I be delighted to become? But if you don't take the time to identify why you're going after something, you might waste a lot of time, like me, pursuing things without really being clear as to why. And then when you get there, it doesn't feel meaningful. It doesn't give you any sense of real success. You don't have that sense of accomplishment or joy or even pride in all that hard work that you put in. And it doesn't feel like what you thought it would feel. So I truly believe that success is not what you think you should be. It's not what you think you should want, but getting really clear and going in deep to answer these deeper questions for you. And I'm sure you want to be successful and I know you want to accomplish things. You want to experience certain things, but without ever having felt that emotion around success, without having the emotion of having accomplished certain things that feel meaningful to you, it can be very hard to actually move towards those things. So it's really important that we create a definition of success that enables us to start to feel today the emotions that the vision of success that we're pursuing is going to give us. So whatever allows us to experience those emotions in the present moment is going to allow us to start to create it. And this is really counterintuitive um, because it's almost like a backwards way of thinking about it. You know, again, if I write the book, then I will be successful. But if I start to turn that around, if I can start to feel that desire to share a powerful message, that desire to connect to more people in this present moment, then I'm so much more likely to sit down and write that book, right? So think about that. If your success is always tied just to the outcome, it is always out of reach. Because of course, as you know, the way the human brain works, when we get there, when we've reached that goal, we're now going to set a new one. 
And so we're always pursuing something that's out of reach. And that does not make us feel fundamentally fulfilled. Let me give you an example around this. When I was planning this podcast, I had a lot of feelings come up, both excitement and overwhelm. And I wanted to focus on what I could control. Now, I can't control how many people are going to leave me five-star reviews, um, but I can control the energy that I bring to creating it. I can control the material that I'm working on, the research that I'm doing to put into this. I can control the energy that I'm putting into the conversations I'm having with my guests. I can control all of that, but ultimately, I can't control how many people listen. So to me, success is setting an outcome I'm excited about and that I can also control. And that is what allows me to go all in on what I want. Are you with me? I hope so. Because what that means is I can be delightfully surprised if someone listens and tells me that they enjoyed it. So the takeaway here is that when you're setting big, extraordinary goals for yourself, they may not always work out the way that you hope, but who you become in the process, how much you learn and how much it allows you to expand will allow you to know so much more about where you can go to next and where you want to go to next. And it's such a transformative way of thinking about success. It's not whether I hit that goal, but did I go all in, right? That's how I am measuring my success. Did I give it all I had? Did I learn? Did I grow? And did I have fun along the way? Yeah, remember whenever you put anything between where you are now and how you want to feel, and where you want to get to, you're slowing down the process and you're always delaying feeling the emotions that you really wish that you could have right now. And those emotions are the precise thing that you need to create the outcome that you're looking for. I need to feel some of that success, those feelings of success right now in order to launch this podcast. I don't need to delay those successful feelings until I see the results, like the number of downloads, right? Because if I do that, how am I going to feel? I'm just going to live in doubt, worry. I'm going to obsess. <laughs> I'm just going to be anxious about the whole thing. And if I depend on, the, on that specific outcome, especially one that's tied to other people's behavior, that's where my thoughts are going to stay and keep whirling around. And I'm just going to feel terrible, right? What I do need to do is to feel as confident and successful as possible right here, right now, in this moment, in order to hit record and put this out. I need to connect as much as possible to those feelings now in order to create the outcome that I want. But to do that is work, right? And that's where coaching can come in to help keep us rooted in our vision while taking the leap toward our next vision of success. 
one of the things I'm so excited about with this podcast is to talk to people about their definitions of success and to really show just how varied those are. And I'll be bringing special guests to help me explore the stories that we tell ourselves about success and the types of breakthroughs that allow us to create an identity around our most exciting vision of success. And just in the conversations I've had getting ready for this launch, I've had such great definitions from different people. One person said, success is always being ready to show up as your best, which I love. Success is standing your ground and speaking up for what you know to be right. Success is not giving up. Success is doing things that you really enjoy every day. Success is overcoming fear and showing up with optimism in the face of great odds. That's one that I truly believe in. And success can be just learning something new every day. Do you notice how a lot of these definitions also involve courage? Success is really having the courage to go for it, having the courage to go for what you want. Now, listen, I know that that can feel really hard. (laughs) It can feel really frightening and terrifying. And tapping into your willingness to do hard things, even when you're afraid, is really, really a stretch. Uh, In the book, The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday, he defines courage as taking action. And sometimes that can be the hardest thing. I remember the first time I got in front of an audience to speak. It was a mess. I choked. I was shaking. I got through the talk and I wasn't really happy with how it came out, (laughs) I'll be honest. But I did grow by doing that. I had the courage to go for it. And, you know, for a while there after that talk, I really defined it as a failure. I was really not good with how that had gone down. But working through that with my coach, I started to think about that really quite differently. And I started to see that having the courage to go for it was really the success in that moment. Because for a long time, I've seen speaking as an essential part of the work that I want to do in the world for that, for my big extraordinary goals that I want to pursue. So guess what that requires? It requires getting up on stage and speaking, even when you're afraid. Sometimes we need to learn the skills that we need to go after the big vision. And we just need to allow ourselves to learn along the way and just give ourselves that grace. A lot of us want to skip over this step, however. (laughs) We just want to be brilliant at everything that we go for and somehow arrive at success without ever being uncomfortable. But yes, I, I can empathize, but I know that that's just not how we make big things happen. And, you know, the bigger the desire, the more you have to reach beyond what you've done before. Right. And even though you're worrying about, will I be good enough? Is everyone going to like it? Am I going to make a fool of myself? You're going to do it anyway. Um, Like I did. Right. I messed up and I survived. (laughs) It grew me. And I made that shift from I failed. I didn't do what I wanted to to. Wow. You know, I'm proud of myself for showing up. 
I'm proud of myself for having the courage to go out and do that. And ultimately, I really think of that as a success because it was a stepping stone to doing some of the things that I love to do most and coaching groups and showing up for, you know, day-long workshops and speaking in front of people for entire days now. Um, So to me personally, that is part of my vision for what it means to have a successful and meaningful life. That is my vision of success. Staying true to my vision and rooting that vision in my core values and then having the courage to actually go for what I want, even when it's really, really scary. So talking about doing things that are hard and scary brings me to the next thing I wanted to share with you today. Some of us who are high achievers have associated success with having to work really, really hard. And I did this for years. To be honest, I worked harder than everyone I knew. I was working ridiculous hours and doing way more than everyone else. I was also in that process being extra hard on myself, pushing myself to exhaustion. And I did it for a really, really long time. And then I hit rock bottom. And so at that point in my life, reaching for more than I was already doing was terrifying because I simply didn't have any more capacity. So I want to share that with you because I want you to understand why I feel so passionate about this subject and why I think it's so important that you define success for yourself in a way that is nourishing, in a way that makes you feel excited about pursuing it rather than draining you. And that's why I now intentionally pursue my goals in a way that allows me to feel successful every day and to have as much fun as possible along the way. Otherwise, it's not something that you're going to want to continue doing if it's just overwhelming and draining and involves more work. And so that's a big part of the work that I do with my clients now is really trying to think, how do we make this simple? And how do we make this as fun as possible? So what about you? You know, what is your vision of success? Make sure that whatever your answer is, it's an answer that makes you light up inside and find a way to experience even a little bit each day, if possible. Now, maybe your vision of success is sound similar to mine, or maybe it's completely different and that is absolutely fine. Whatever it is, it's meaningful and valid because it's the life that you're yearning for. And the reason I created this podcast is with you in mind, because I want to support driven high achievers to build a business and life that feels the most meaningful for them. I want you to build success that is true to you so that you can have the most positive impact in the world. And the first place to start is to get super specific on what success looks and feels like to you. So please go and write it down. Let it be your anchor and your guide, especially when the noise of the world may try to distract you, tell you what it is that you should be wanting and should be doing. Don't let that diminish your big vision and goals. Be brave enough to run in the direction of a life that feels meaningful and true to you. More than anything, 
I want you to know I'm rooting for you and I'm here by your side, cheering you on every step of the way. Hey, have you taken the Success Archetype quiz yet? If not, head on over to storytonic.co to take the quiz and discover how to leverage your unique profile to step into your next vision of success.